So about yesterday, I find myself reading the headlines of people who are just up in arms about reporter Gail King bringing up the rape allegations of late Kobe Bryant. That kind of reminded me of a time when I was at my father's funeral and heard people talk about how much of a godsend my father was for saving their lives as a surgeon. Little did they know, he was the man that in many ways made me question if there was a God. In this episode of So About Yesterday, we explore the perfect way to grieve an imperfect person. What's going on, you guys? This is Chance, as you know from So About Yesterday, coming all the way from space. And I got my two other hosts with me, Jonathan and Sarah. How are you guys doing this week? What's going on? Hi. How was everyone's past week? Was it fun? Was it boring? Was it good? Tell me about it. Make it quick, though. We got an awesome show ahead of us. Uh, Ladies first. So, Jonathan, tell us about your week. Uh, I will not. Sarah, go. (laughs) (laughs) Default. Uh, It was good. Okay. What'd you do? Uh, do Grocery shopping. See a new Netflix Um, movie you can recommend. I got a massage. That was nice. nice. Groupon massage? No. Oh. What kind massage. of massage? At a like, place that does massages. So you pay full <laughs> price for a massage? No, I have like a membership. So it's like or, you pay monthly and then you get okay. like a, a massage that month. So Like it's like four or it's like one? What's like the package you got? Yeah, you get like one massage per month. And then like if you don't go that month, then you could get like, you know, you could like double up the next month if you want. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because actually, just recently, like over. that's yeah. funny you say that. Because just recently, I got a Groupon massage yeah. for the fifth time for the same place, and I kind of stretch it out so that hopefully they don't remember me. But I got to have a very memorable face. So the other week, I was just like, "Yeah, I'm here for my massage." They're like, "You look familiar." I'm like, "Well, I haven't done any movies. Are they being racist?" No, they can't be racist because I have seen them before. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been here before. So you use Groupon, right? And I was like, yeah, I use Groupon. This is your last time you use Groupon. You pay us. What, two- you, clock, you clock it? They clock it? No, They're I just. It. No, no. Like an idiot. I like to talk to people. So they remember me like, oh, I was like, shit, shit. Yeah, you you know, like, oh, you know, oh, you're the black guy that speaks broken Chinese. Okay, we yeah, remember yeah. you. They did this shit in the, the Uber one day, yeah. like speaking Chinese, <laughs> like kind of speaking broken Chinese to the Uber driver. He's like, shit, yeah. shit. And he's like, oh, shit, shit. I was like, what the yeah. fuck are you guys talking about? And then about? they're going to start talking full on yeah, yeah. conversational. <laughs> like that, you're not, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, but it's it, not everyone in the world speaks English, okay? So I think it's fair to be a very cultured individual. You and seem like the type of effort. person, like my mother, who is running for mayor, is what we call it, <laughs> where you're just constantly being nice to everyone, yep. which being nice isn't bad, but yeah, right. you, you don't want to, you're trying to get away with Groupons, dude. You don't want to, like, right. hey, remember my name's Chance? Well, I ended, up getting, a, yeah, I ended up getting a membership that day. Oh, they got really you. I mean, yeah. there's nothing that says you can't use it a certain amount of times, is there? No, there is. Is there? For a Groupon. Well, oh. with them, they're just kind of like, you're, you're, you're milking this dry. I'm like, I'm giving you business every 
four or six months. It's their prerogative that they put a Groupon out. Like, if they don't want right. people to get a discount, then don't put but a Groupon out. The it's my people. opinion. Yeah, but they're actually the only people that actually know what they're doing. It's kind of like Chick-fil-A. Like, even though they're closed on Sundays, you can't deny the fact that they make a pretty good sandwich. Or just like Verizon, how their customer service is shit. But you can't deny the fact that they have a pretty good service. But speaking of service, Jonathan, tell us about how your week was. Um, Making some changes, man. Um, I'm going to throw it out there. Like, I fucking went for an interview, and it went very well. And at first, I was super fucking nervous. Because you never know what 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 may come out of it and what happened was uh i went in there for one position and came out where they came out of nowhere and said hey let me just bring in these other people real quick and ask you some questions and blah 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 i bullshitted 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 and guess what happened they said hey the position we don't want you that for that we want you for a manager position and we want you to run this whole thing and i'm like Oh my god. Um, Man, how did you find out what? about that job? Yeah, take your chance. Take it's your almost yeah. like someone referred yes. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, he referred me for a certain position. I didn't I'm just think, kidding. I knew you gave yeah. job. I didn't think you know, offering the other shit and and or it's it's just mind blowing to think That's great. that like you start it's it's like you start to realize what your worth is. Yeah. And I'll shout out to you, Chance, because like, and to you too, Sarah, because you guys always tell me like, oh, you could do so much more. Like, I, I always pay like, no, you guys are super smart. I'm not that smart and stuff like that. Um, but you guys always boost me up, and it's like it's different when you hear it from people who don't really know you, and they're saying, well, I believe that you can do this position, right. and we can pay you all this and do all that. So it's like, um, like I said, 2020, we're doing a lot of changes. Absolutely. We're having fun. Like I'm finding happiness. I'm I'm really excited about maybe a new journey in the career. Maybe yep. I don't know. Um, yep. and like life's been, opportunities. I just been enjoying myself, man. I went to a basketball game. I've been going out drinking and chilling. It's just been fun, man. Like that's awesome. It's just like just enjoying life. I know you fucking caught me off. Thank you. No, I'm just saying that. Speaking that's what, of life, you're, thank you so much. Sarah. Thank you so much for the segue, Sarah. Uh, yeah, speaking of life, it's like on a roll. No, that's why I'm gonna call you one. That's why I'm gonna call you butter because you're on a roll. Uh, but but essentially, speaking of life, Sarah, thank you so much for stealing my segue. No, I'm just kidding. You can't steal because you're a woman. What? Men have been stealing what things from women. I'm just saying that I'm accusing her of stealing, but men have stolen things from women for so many years. So even though she stole my segue, oh, you kind of uh, turned it around back into yeah. like a young, the, the feminist side. Yeah, I was just yeah, like, I'm a feminist. Yeah, like, you know what? Yeah, she's like, uh, women can can't that. lie. Oh, what I mean is. Yeah, no, you can have that. But but essentially, that's that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, and, and first and foremost, as a disclaimer, we wanted to talk and have this episode uh, right when Mr. Bryant passed away. But out of good conscience and out of just in good taste, we decided to let the family start grieving. And we just wanted to show respect uh, for Mr. Bryant. Now, and in my personal position, I feel like I have no room to judge. As a Christian, I feel like the only person that can judge you is God. And at the end of the day, a, per, a, lo- a life that is lost is a, is a bad thing. 
And um, that's actually what we're going to further explore in today's episode is just how do we grieve an imperfect individual? You know, so I guess to start off for me, when I was stating in this intro, how my father who abused alcohol and myself and my mother and my sister. And I didn't even know he was a surgeon. Yep. General surgeon. He saved lives every day. But the ironic part is that he ruined them. So behind the scenes, people had no freaking clue on the many times that I wanted to fucking murder this guy, that I wanted to put him six feet under, that I would fucking dance on top of his grave. And I think that when he passed away, it was the fact that I guess the the therapist that I saw before I met my new therapist, who I think is trying to avoid me, uh, basically was saying, I'm grieving. Is that the the one you gave notes to? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Because I, I had this anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it on another episode. No, but I guess the idea was just I'm grieving the father I always wanted but never had. Right. And I'm not going to shit on anybody that I don't know. I don't personally know Kobe Bryant, but I think that it does beg the question that when someone does die, at what point do we just kind of absolve that individual of their wrongdoing and just remember them for who they were? Now, here's a really shitty. But a really honest example. I'm going to give you two people. If you grieve the loss of Martin Luther King, many people have said that Martin Luther King cheated on his wife, you know, smoked cigarettes, little things here and there. But we still remember him as the man. What a terrible person. I know, right? We still remember him as the man who fought for change, but really didn't fight. He was just a nonviolent individual. Now, let me go ahead and talk about another person who passed away and made history. Hitler. A person that did some really shitty, fucked up things, but not their entire... I mean, the, okay, the, towards the end of their life was really shitty. This is a bad example, but do you guys understand yeah, where I'm coming from? Yeah, that's why my eyes were like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. no I, I guess what I'm the, the question I'm trying to ask is, towards the end of someone's life, they started to do good, and that's what they're remembered as. But for people that had a rough start or had some, you know, troubling times... Like, do you, just please give me some feedback for for someone who just. You're got saying out of gym. does the end justify the means, or, or does, does one a, thing dictate the whole? Better yet, no. Does one person life. deserve to be grieved? Does a person? Who, yeah. Does does a person deserve to have the same amount of grief and the same amount of empathy when they die, if they have something imperfect or crazy they did in their life? Because we're all imperfect creatures, but do you do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm trying oh, to really yes. tread light here and be respectful. I, but like when Gail King was talking about the rape allegations towards Kobe Bryant, if you read, if you saw the entire interview, she was not attacking him. She was just making a point with Lisa Leslie, saying that should just the media leave it alone. If they had questions about his allegations, they should have asked him while he was alive. But seeing all these people get riled up. Over, you know, it, to, to me, I feel like it's it's just saddening that like we have to bring it up during the time where everybody should be mourning him. And another thing is like mourning the rest of the people that were on that that helicopter. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like he lost his daughter. Like like he there's other people that lost their lives on there. You, you get what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, what's in his action to mention it? But um, like but what's the right? No, no, go ahead. No, no, but like, what? What's the heinous action? What's what's the shittiest thing that's other than genocide? Other than you know what I mean? Am it, I an asshole for not 
grieving my father and not feeling sorry for his death. Like I feel bad that my dad died and he did do good things, but it's very hard for me to grieve an individual who created a different situation for me in my life. You know what I mean? And I don't know Kobe Bryant personally. I don't know what he did. I'm not going to speak on that. I just want to kind of speak about the idea that I brought in my mind. Like, well, damn. Um, just like, how do you... Well, I'm going to jump in. Please. Because I feel like we're getting to the point that, like, I don't grieve Kobe Bryant's death. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's super unpopular opinion. I get it. And, you know, if you, I don't expect a lot of people to agree with me. Um, I absolutely never wished him dead. Um, I grieve his daughter and all, all of the, the families that were on that plane. And it was a tragic way to die. <clears throat> but I don't grieve him in this uh, iconic, godlike way that most people are. Um, I do see the point that most people are making that does one bad thing or quote unquote one mistake um, negate the other things that you've done in your life. And I, I do see that side of it. Um, I do see the side that people say, well, uh, he was accused of rape and not, um, tr- uh, not tried, but, um, yeah, he was committed. Smart. Yeah. They, they didn't, they didn't charge him. Um, or, you know, they, they quit the, the, um, why can I think of the law words? No, the no. We, but you yeah. know what I mean? They like they didn't go through with everything. Um, and it, it's, to me, like, I, I think it's more so that I'm upset that rape culture in America um, doesn't allow that to be a, like, crime that we hold to the highest respect. If he was a murderer, would you consider it something different um if he was a pedophile would you still uh think that oh it was only one child like if 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 it was if it was anything else other than raping a woman who by the way and and this is my opinion again and looking at all of the information was a 19 year old who worked in a hotel like he's Kobe Bryant dude I mean I'm 30 and when I was in fifth grade, like <clears throat> I, I loved the Lakers just as everyone else did, especially in their, you know, their uh, high seasons where he was playing with Shaq, and I had a Lakers folder that I took to school. Like I was a big fan, um, but it's not that I'm remembering all of this now that he's passed. I since what was it 2013, 2016 that the rape um, allegations occurred. Yeah. Uh, I. It, that turned me off immediately. Anytime, whether it be Kobe Bryant, um, it be uh, Clarence Thomas, um, Bill Clinton, anyone in power that, uh, Bill Cosby, anyone in power that takes advantage of a woman, and I don't think, uh, you have to think about it on the woman's end too. It's like, oh, well, she probably did this to get money. Not at all, dude. She, like, do you know how much balls it takes to do that and say something? She got death threats, and we're looking at it now with even uh, Gail King, like, uh, just talking about the uh, small part of that interview of saying, 
remember this thing happened and people are sending her death threats that's a large reason that that case uh settled because that woman her name was taken um into the public and people were harassing the shit out of her so i'm just saying like it's not something light when someone makes an accusation like that and it'll change your life completely so i don't think when someone does that it's there to me personally there's no question if it happened or not now i just want to give this and i don't want to interrupt you but i just want to give context to the audience members if you're just tuning in and just starting to listen to our podcast and you're wondering where the fuck is this girl coming from i urge you to listen to episode three in season two sarah's secret and then you will get all the information you need to know we make this show simply not just to say shit and speak out of our asses. The reason why I didn't say anything, because A, I'm not really a fan of basketball and I don't know that much about the situation. B, I only know, I just read everything at face value. And C, um, at the end of the day, we do not tolerate anyone dying. We don't tolerate anyone being killed. We don't want that at all. The equivalency of Sarah saying, you know, well, you know, I don't really miss him dying. I was dying. assaulted in college. Right. And that's what I, the episode that we did was about. And that's why right. I feel so strongly about this. And she can speak is, on that. So if unless you yeah. have been a victim of rape or sexual assault, then there is nothing that you can really say. I'm, I'm not the end all be all of anything I know either. That. And, and, and people just, are going to yeah, say. I get it. You I'm, don't just, know I'm just trying to say my that. opinion on it. Right. And and not, and then, right. I didn't wish him dead. I'm just no. saying I'm not going to More. respect and put him at a, at a pedestal like this uh, fantastic icon that he was. No, right. I, I completely understand where you're coming from. And we talked about this just the other day. Like, I, the way I see it, yes, he wasn't. Um, I can't even think of the law word. He wasn't, he was accused, but it wasn't shown that he, he did it or something like that. He was acquitted right. of all the charges mm. and stuff like that. And I'm going, not that I, like, it's okay to do these things, but I have to play devil's advocate here. And I have to explain to me that we cannot judge a man who's, I'm going to break it down for you, who's probably never been told no, who's always done the right thing hasn't done any wrong th- doings or anything like that. And and then, like, I'm going to break it down for you also. There's three different perspectives of things. There's his, there's hers, and there's the truth. We'll, we'll never know what the truth is, okay? And for, for somebody who's never done anything like that, and when you mention Bill Cosby, that's repeated. That is repeated things that were happening. I know you're making a face over there, but just understand, like, I'm not condoning any of this stuff. I'm it's just there. saying, mm, I'm making the face because those women were strong enough to come out. Sure. And you don't know about anything right. else it, that he might have done in the past. But and then this, but it would have yes. came all out now or would have came out back mm. when she made that comment. Gail King's getting death threats. Do you think a woman's going to come out and say that Kobe Bryant assaulted her? I doubt it. Just it, well, saying. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> but like the thing is, is like. Somebody who's never done wrong, or maybe has, but I'm seeing it as from from mm. me from the outside looking in, never done wrong. This happens, and you mentioned she's 19. She works at the hotel, and then you you said like he's Kobe Bryant. He can have anybody. Okay. In his eyes, why would I order out when I got something there? I got something there. Okay, and not saying that he's going intentionally going after her, but with the the conversation sparks up, and something right. happens. 
And because somebody who's never been told no in his life and his perspective of things where like everything was okay, it was all consensual. You get what I'm saying? And then allegedly, allegedly, okay. And that happens in her perspective. Like he came on to me hard. I said no. He took it the wrong way. You get what I'm saying? And but the thing is, it's not something that continued on that he done forever and like we don't know and stuff like that but i think okay. we cannot judge the man for what that happened and that was probably in bad because you don't because you don't have uh tag, tag. because you don't have a uh evidence is what right, you're saying. right no hold on tag tag hold on hold on shut up y'all shut up hold on hold on hold on tag shut the fuck up hold on hold on so essentially just to kind of play both ends of the stick um my father used to cheat on my mother with a whole bunch of nurses and it got around town that my father was you know in the hospital little you know infidels he he was a he was a cheating dude like he's like you know i guess if you're a doctor i guess there's this thing of like the god complex yeah. of like you're untouchable and i have all this money and do all this celebrities or right. politicians right so man mind you at my father's funeral there were, you would have thought that gandhi fucking died you have people crying like Oh my God, he changed my life. Oh, he did this, that, and the other. And that's what people saw in the front. That's what people saw, like, face value. That was, that was like, the front stage part of my father. It was, like, the Ed Ego front. Anyway, the point is, is that what people saw at my father's funeral, what they saw him do at work, he's a miraculous man. They saw a good man who was honest, who would do anything for anybody. And that might have been true. You know, there were moments where my father had his good moments and bad moments. But for the times that he smacked my mother and I around, the times that he drank profusely, the times that he had me crawl under my bed scared, fucking uh, shooting a gun in the ceiling, and it wasn't really a real gun, it was like a BB gun, but at the time, um, I remember before my father died, he said one of the biggest regrets he had was my sister and him were in an argument. My sister said, I don't give a damn, shoot me. He brought out a BB gun, started shooting it. When I was like three years old, I, the only guns I saw was on Looney Tunes. So I ran out of the bed. I said, Daddy, please don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me. And so forth. And those are the stories that I'm not going to tell my dad's funeral because it's just kind of A, embarrassing. And B, it's just kind of pointless because the damage is the, the dude is dead. So what I'm getting at is, yes, at face value, we know what Kobe Bryant meant to the world on a public stage. But on a private one, we have, like you said, no fucking clue about what happened behind closed doors. And I'm saying that not just for Kobe Bryant. I'm saying this. Let's even fucking go down to Gandhi. Gandhi used to fucking beat his wife. That's why he decided to do the nonviolent thing. Because when he... Yeah, this is a little known fact. What? That Gandhi used to... Gandhi was a Louis Vuitton wearing lawyer. The only reason why he became the non-peaceful motherfucker that he was was because they told him as an Indian man to get like behind, like get in the back of the train and shit. And his wife never smacked him back. So he realized, I keep on hitting my wife, but she never hits me back. So maybe there's something to it. She's making me think of my actions. And that's how we get into the salt march. As, as, long, as long as we're going down conspiracy theories that your mother Teresa wasn't really that great of a person either. Right. So what I'm saying is that no matter which way you slice it, everybody has their demons. But what I wanted to figure out in this show is at what point is it appropriate to not give a fuck about someone's death? And when is it? When is it appropriate? Like, for example, if someone from Nickelback died. 
I wouldn't mess them. I'd be like, okay, sorry to hear that. I don't wish him bad, but I'm just saying it doesn't affect me. But does does someone have to commit a murder, a rape? I know if somebody I committed think, robbery, you could like grieve their death. Like, I think anyone's death. It. I mean, you should, you know, not wish them dead, or you should have a little bit of grief to, to know someone died. Um, even like. I hate to say this right now, but even Jeffrey Epstein, like, I'd rather he would have rotted in jail for the rest of his life than probably get murdered. Um, Yeah, he probably was murdered. But I'm just saying, like, I I don't wish, like, a painful death on someone. What about the person who... terrible, but I just, Mm. I think that... um, Let me be, let me ask you an honest-ass question. The Mm. person who sexually assaulted you, if you found out that they died today, would you even bat a fucking eye? Would you dance on their grave? Would you feel a little bit sad? Would you be like, oh, man. I wouldn't be sad. I wouldn't dance. I'd be excited that they'd never potentially do that to someone else again. Right. Um, I wouldn't, like, mourn them. But I I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, um, I don't wish them dead. I'd rather wish that they come out as... I'd rather they take the responsibility. And that's another thing, too, with Kobe Bryant, is that a lot of people said that he did apologize. Um, I don't think that's taking responsibility, though. I think if you did it and you said, yeah, I did this, I think the apology, in my opinion, if it, if, again, trying to stay on, on, at least an open end, like you said, of what you don't know if he did it or not. Mm -hmm. But if he did it in the way that I feel that he did it, I think apologizing for not understanding the vibe in the room um, and that it wasn't consensual, that's a half-assed apology. It, it, I understand where you're coming from. I don't think that's an actual apology. That's saying like, oh, uh, sorry I spilled wine on your white carpet, but honestly, like, um, if your shit kid wasn't playing around, like, it wasn't my fault. Like, <laughs> it's right. just saying, like, there was an excuse for something else. So, I don't... I don't want to, like... <laughs> It's, so what it's would like have a been... backhanded comment. Like, what you're saying, it's like a yeah. backhanded comment because I feel as though, like, what if he, like you said, and I'm, I'm just, I'm not taking your words. I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm going to keep on letting everybody know. It's not like I take sides of, of, of any of that stuff. Right. It just understand I'm very open-minded and I see things differently because the way I read the room, using your words, he read the room wrong. What if he did? What if he completely took the no as in the, like... How do you read no. that room wrong? No is no. No, no means no. is what like you And yes, I see, I, I get what you're coming at. Like, oh like, no, like yeah. you're like role-playing. You don't know that 19-year-old like that. That's not a... You're not, you're not fully an adult. Furthermore, like, they didn't have a relationship. If I was going to have a one-night stand... You're not going to role play some shit like that with me. Like, that's not... We don't know each other. If I say no, you should take it as a grown-ass man to stop. So that... I see where you're coming from, but I'm just saying, like, there's no misconstruing the word no. Yeah... I understand, but uh, I, just, I, I think that we could talk about this in we circles, could, yeah. but I want to run sure. I, I want to yeah. bring we this got, back we both, to the we fact. We all got opinions. Yeah. No, 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 I'm just saying, like, uh, at the end of the day. But, like, like you we, feel as though we, we're going to say, you know what, because of that, 
he never done anything wrong other than and not saying oh man but I hate this it's because you don't know because yeah, I don't know if he did anything else wrong yeah. so if somebody I'm just saying you, know, you don't right. have to not grieve him but right. you don't have to hold him at such a high level of respect it's it, it, it's just it's weird to me it's like when uh, Joe Paterno uh, was accused and then um, passed away People in Pennsylvania were so up in arms in, in the same similar way. And Chance, you and I also talked about this before even doing this episode, that I was very apprehensive to do the episode. And I begged uh, her to do this episode. And may I mind you, Sarah was just like, I want to be respectful. And I don't want the backlash because she was fucking afraid. Yeah. Now, for somebody who's heartless, they'd be like, fuck that shit. But for somebody who is very conscious of the, of the climate of what's going on in popular culture... After I told her we should do it, and she said, nah, we shouldn't do it, <laughs> then they tore Gail King a brand new asshole. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's what you meant. But, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt Oh, that's you, okay. You- no, it was like the one time, like, someone was like, oh, yeah, like, you basically said that I told you so for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn, you were right. <laughs> but cause that's what happened uh, when I was living in Pennsylvania, and Joe Paterno, um, had been accused of knowing about the rapes that were going on at Penn State. Um, and it, 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 a lot of people had the same kind of feeling where they respected him at such a high regard. And regardless of the fact that he turned a blind eye or quote unquote didn't know that it was happening for years with a guy that was like his right hand man in, in that, that league um, or that team just, it was hard. I mean, all of the all of the things pointed to the fact that like you had to have known. Same thing well, for me, and this is my personal opinion yeah. that I feel like uh, Kobe Bryant to me was almost like the the Bill Clinton um, aspect. He lied about it to begin with, and again, yes, you could say, well, he lied um, that he even had sex with her because he's married. Right. But it they, he only told the truth because. There was semen and blood found on his shirt and her clothes. So, I mean, it, what what if, like, you know, if he was lying about that, would he have been lying about the fact that, oh, I thought it was consensual? Like, why would why would she go out of her way to lie on that? Why would she go out of her way to go to the police? I just think, for me, um, I just I just side on, on the so woman that came out and was nothing. strong enough. But I, I think that it... it I, I, like Chance said, I think that I was apprehensive to do this episode because of my strong opinions on that. Um, and I don't, I haven't really talked about it to too many people other than maybe one or two friends. And I think that uh, we're, we've become very, I don't want to say judgmental, but um, what's the word? Uh, like, We've become very, um, like, we're, we're almost upset when someone goes against, like, a, a, a hero of ours. So right. would, you, would you, let's say, if I did... So that. no one's right. So hold on. So right. can I ask you a question? It's just... Let's yeah. try, this, don't forget this, we got yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So let's say if, hypothetically, I was accused of something horrendous. Let's say I was accused of murder. I was accused of that. I would say the high. Would you look at me... And I pass away. Would you see me as the murderer, or would you see me as the person I am? I'll answer that question. If you've been put personally in a situation that's affected you, 
you can empathize with the victim. So if I had a family member that was murdered and you murdered someone, then I know how that victim felt and I feel extremely strong towards but sticking up for that victim and that individual. You know for Sarah, a girl who fucking got raped is empathizing with a woman who got raped. She is the voice of the people who don't feel like they have voices. So for Sarah to feel the way she does is extremely valid because she has been put in that situation. Not with Kobe, but with millions of women around the world. And it's, it's very easy to say, yeah, you know, I don't empathize with you because you haven't been in that situation. I see where you're coming from, though. Uh, I, me personally, um, at least with murder, there'd be a little bit more evidence. I would question it. If someone came out and said, you're a murderer, I'd question, right. why did they say it? Um, unless you were like, but he was, again, fam- like super famous, and there was like maybe a uh, a reasoning to it, right? Um, I, you know, but if if someone right now at this moment was like you murdered someone, I'd be like, what's the likelihood? But I don't think you're like that. But I would entertain, like, show me some of the evidence too, um, and I would look on. I would look on both sides. I'd be very diplomatic about it. Would you if you passed away, I'd still mourn your death and grieve. But, uh, you know, it's... it's and I'm, I'm going to put it more out. Just as Kobe Bryant's yeah. friends and family are. They're mourning his death and grieving because they knew d- many different sides of him. But my problem comes in when people that didn't know him are so upset and have such a strong opinion, they didn't know him personally. Hmm. I, that That is what... And all of the celebrities that people get so upset at, like, it, when they, they pass away, I was upset when Robin Williams died... But, right. uh, you know, I, I'm not going to, like, send you a death threat because you didn't like Robin Williams. Uh, it's just, that's where it, it, I'm very confused at the, uh, the how people in society in America are so upset. And it's, it, you don't even have the First Amendment right anymore. Right. Um, like, even Gail King wasn't saying anything against it. She just had an interview with Lisa Leslie. And she she did it very tastefully, and people were still upset. So it's it's a very touchy subject, um, but that's why it it kind of blows my mind because you I knew personally. I don't know Kobe Bryant personally, and I'm allowed to have an opinion just like everyone else is allowed to have an opinion that they were. His hero. I just wanted to give the opinion of most. Of I feel, the, yeah, I understand of our, of our listeners. So no, I oh for sure don't. Yeah, so wrapping it all up. Because we, we're like three minutes. You're just playing over, devil's advocate. Sorry, I kid you. I'm not upset. But just to wrap this up, you guys, as you can tell, that at the end of the day, we all are entitled to our opinions, and we have opinions based off of our personal experiences. And whether you like a person or not, still a loss of life is very tragic, no matter which way Absolutely. you slice it. And when it comes to our final thoughts, we're gonna post that either on YouTube or Instagram or something of that sort. Uh, but just to end the show on time. I just wanted to say that you are just human. Being imperfect doesn't make you any less. And that was said by Kartika at Maja. This is your episode of So About Yesterday. And until next week, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. If you want to know why Chance is always in the doghouse, please subscribe to my favorite podcast every Thursday. Hey, Sarah. Love you, girl. Jonathan, I'm watching you.